What is good, ladies and gentlemen? This is episode three of your mom's favorite threesome. We've got a great show for you here tonight. We're going to get you all set up for your weekend. Before we get to that, let me introduce my co-host, Sam, Antoine. Say what's up. What's up, guys? What's up, guys? This would be me and Antoine's first take saying this. Preston is on take two. <laughs> yeah, it's not important. It's not important. <laughs> no, but uh, super excited for tonight's episode because we do have a lot to talk about. But um, overall, how's everyone doing today? I'm good, man. No complaints. A little tired, but... Good, a little wired right now, drinking this yeah. uh, ghost energy drink. I know. Uh, I, you should have, you guys should have seen Antoine's food. face when he saw this can of this energy drink. So what is it? Sour Patch Kids? Uh, Sour Patch Kids, red berry flavor, uh, bright yellow can. Uh, fucking delicious. <laughs> Looks um, like death well, in a can. I wish they sponsored us. So. Oh, uh, yeah, Ghost. Yeah, if you want to show a sponsor our way, hey. <laughs> you know, a sponsor, you know, that'd be nice. Big time fan right here. <laughs> there you go. Well, he's ready to go. I hope you guys are ready to go. We've got a lot to talk about. We've been uh, texting each other throughout the day because there's a lot of big news uh, going on in the NFL, uh, including that of OBJ finally finds a new home. By the way. And apparently, we're going to have to go back and check the tape. I I, I don't remember if I remember or not, but uh, apparently Antoine called it. Sam, can you confirm? I think Antoine said the best team for him would be the Rams. Uh, but I'm going to go ahead and give it to him because he ended, ended up in the Rams. Uh, yes. I was a little nervous, though. I thought he was going to go to the Packers. I was going to be sick. Yeah, no. I I, I would have. I started thinking about that. I don't know if it made a ton of sense, but, you know, we don't know what's going on right now. Uh, Do we know what Packers. he was Was he off of the veterans minimum? Yes. That, that's what I – yeah, I, I think that's what Packers. I heard. Well, I know he got that from the Packers, but is that what he's getting from the Rams? Oh, I don't know. And if that's not the case – where the fuck are the Rams getting all this money? Because I, I know they're getting rid of draft capital. I'm pretty sure he accepted the veterans. Yeah. yeah. I don't he think, still got paid from the Browns regardless. Yeah. I don't think the Rams have a first-round draft pick for like three or four years. Well, like, they're all in on winning the Super Bowl. I yeah, tell you oh, that. Oh, got to be. With what <laughs> oh, they yeah. put out they there. They have all of the pieces. So if Odell can come in and, and, and produce like the you know old Odell, man, who's stopping the Rams? They're going to be uh, they're gonna be exciting. I, I, I said earlier – uh, Matt Stafford, once again, I, I allude to it um, in one of the past episodes about this guy goes from playing in Detroit, looks like he's just on a way, you know, he could die at any second playing for them. Then he gets shipped off to L.A. With, now he's got a super team around him, including a new quote-unquote superstar receiver uh, with him. And, uh, I mean, what a situation he, he's found himself in. Yeah, it's a great situation for him. I mean – Again, it's just not a situation where is Odell going to accept not being the number one because he's not the number one on this team. Cooper Cup is still going to be number one. Um, if he can accept that, then then it could be smooth sailing for him. Uh, but uh, that it's just going to come down to that. Is he going to? Can he accept? Again, it's not going to be a thing where he's going to get. There'll be some games he gets double digit targets. There's going to be some games where he's just going to have to accept where he doesn't get too many. Now that he's going to be on a. Uh, right now, I'm bigger, a uh, more winner than with the Rams than the Browns. Can he accept that role? And also, too, here's the thing: he's banged up. Let's not forget right. he's not exactly Absolutely. in 100% health right now. He wasn't there with the Browns, and he didn't play last week. But he, the week before, he's banged up. So it's not exactly he's at 100%. Um, but when he is, you know, it'll be interesting to see. But again, it's, can he accept that role going forward of not being the number one, of being a good Number two, I mean, the guy who actually could profit from this the most might be Robert Woods. 
I mean, Robert Woods was already getting a bunch of targets, but now with OBJ in there, uh, Cup has uh, already been getting some double-team looks. You throw Robert Woods in that slot, he's already been uh, used as running plays. I mean, he could be a guy that could really benefit from most. I mean, Tyler Higby could be the other guy that benefits from yep. a lot. So That's what I was thinking, It's going to be interesting to see. I mean, um, and of course, if, uh, you know, if he turns into a basket case, then the Cardinals are going to win the West easily, and the Rams are going to sputter out, and it's going to be a long offseason for them. It's going to be a long offseason for the Rams with everything they've done if they do not go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. This is a this is the pro, a the biggest example of boom or bust for Super Bowl uh, that we've seen. I think I think with old OBJ, like you said, Philly, he has to accept not being the number one, and if he can accept that and understand he's not going to get the ball all the time, I think it could be a situation for him kind of similar to Antonio Brown in, in Tampa Bay. Now, with that being said, Matthew Stafford is not Tom Brady, no. but. I believe Matthew Stafford also has a lot of talent. I'm actually glad he's in this situation that he's in now instead of being in Detroit because I feel like they were kind of wasting his skills. They weren't really putting a team around him in Detroit. Um, so I'm glad he's with the Rams doing this now. But, you know, if OBJ can just come in, play his role, learn the playbook, um, and just be that big play guy for them, you know, if he's, if he's healthy enough to be that, I think he can do some great things. I'm not going to expect him to – you know, catch a thousand yards this year, but no. I mean, he can make some big plays for them. I think him just being on the field in general just stretches stretches it out for for the offense. You know, Cooper's not going to have a whole lot of a Cooper's the number one receiver easily. Yeah, but I feel like OBJ being on the field takes attention away from Cooper, so he can do his thing. And you know, I just feel like I feel like it's a great situation. Like I'll say last week. like last week I mentioned, I'm still not sold that he's the. Uh, deep threat guy that he once was. Um, he could prove me wrong. Absolutely could. But I, I'm still on a wait see for him to be that guy. Does this uh, does this kind of heat the seat up a little bit for Sean McVay now adding another piece here? 100%. That they, I mean, like you said, it's kind of all or nothing at this point. I feel point. like he went to the Super Bowl with less. He did. So. And this is not heat up his seat. This he's up the owner. He's up the GM. Less need well, that's uh, a problem, and Cronky. I mean, it, all their guy, all their seats are now on as high as it can be for this year and possibly next couple of years, depending on who they they can keep with the next few years. Um, yeah, definitely the seats on fire for him. On fire. The the Rams front office is doing everything they can for Sean McVay. I truly like. I yeah. truly believe they are all in on trying to win a Super Bowl this year. No, they are. So he needs to come through. If he can't win with this roster, then yeah. he's not going to be able to win with he's any not roster. Be, yeah. yeah, dude, this roster is crazy. No, for sure. So. Well, the, the only other big uh, splash, I guess you could say, was Cam Newton returns, goes home, goes back to the Panthers. I, I, you know, I mean, good for him, I guess, to get a job, but is this really any news? Yeah, eh, it is, I mean, but I don't think people should – expect Cam Newton to come in there and be 2015 Cam Newton. Yep. That's not the situation. But with that being said, um, Cam Newton is way is a lot better than Sam Darnold. Uh, Cam Newton, there, there are not 32 uh, quarterbacks in the NFL better than Cam Newton, right? In my opinion, there's no way you're going to tell me that. Um, and I just feel like just his presence on the field – 
I think he's just going to be able to bring something that no other quarterback can bring to the Panthers, and he's going to be comfortable there. He knows, he sort of know, he kind of knows the system. He he knows the the city. I just, it's a good fit. They do, they made a smart move in my opinion. You look right now, Carolina's four and five. Uh, they're it's their uh, wild card. They're not probably not far out. I mean, they're still realistically have a shot. Yeah. In this thing, so getting Cam in uh, and getting getting a former MVP. Uh, someone who I think still has some juice left uh, is a good thing. Uh, like I say, well, it's I mean it is going to be a different system uh, with Joe Brady than what he had with Ron Rivera, which I mean it's going to be a little bit more spread out, uh, going to find more uh, holes in the defense. But uh, he knows McCaffrey, he knows DJ Moore, he's got good repertoire with them, so that's always a good thing. Um, I think it's a good thing for him. Like I, said, I don't know if it's going to be the thing that can carry them uh, into the playoffs, but it doesn't hurt. I mean, it's it's better than Darnold. It's going to be better than P.J. Walker. No offense to P.J. Walker, XFL legend. But uh, I think it's going to be in the longer run for this season. It's going to be a good thing. Yeah. No, I, I don't disagree with that. Um, well, there's a, a pretty decent slate of games this weekend, um, some ones that could go uh, go to meaning a lot further down the season. Um, including Browns Patriots this weekend, it, I'm kind of interested to see how the Browns, uh, you know, um, kind of come around now that all the drama from OBJ is going to be gone. Um, where do they step up, and are, are they going to be a factor? Because that uh, that division of theirs is uh, starting to look pretty pretty uh, healthy, and I, I mean, uh, you look at that. Baltimore six and two, Pittsburgh five and three, including on a what they're on a four game win streak now. Uh, Cleveland five and four, and then you got what just seemed like two weeks ago, the Bengals were the number one team in the AFC, which I don't think any of us planned on them staying that way. But the point is that division, AFC North, is I mean that's a beast. Yeah, and uh, you know for the Bengals, reality came at them hard. Um, you look at this game, uh, it was a great bounce-back game for Cleveland going forward. No more OBJ. Uh, defensive guys, especially in that secondary, getting healthy. Um, Baker gets to be now Baker from last year uh, where he can spread it around more. Uh, we'll see what this COVID stuff goes on with Nick Chubb. Um, De'Ernst Johnson, I know, tested negative, so I think he's got to test negative one more time, and he'll be good to go. Um It'll be really interesting. Uh, the Pats, they're they got th- they've won three in a row, um, coming just beating off the Panthers that we uh, just got through talking about. Uh, it's gonna be uh, an interesting matchup. Uh, this defense versus that offense will be interesting. Mac Jones wasn't exactly great last week, but it, it was them against a terrible. It was the Panthers' defense isn't bad, so it's not. Uh, he wasn't facing a terrible defense and played average. It was a pretty decent defense. So it's going to be an interesting one to watch. Um, yeah, New England. I mean, is that New England? Uh, New England's a two and a half point favorite here. I, I think there's a lot to be said before Sunday, kind of like we we're alluding to with the the COVID stuff. If these guys can uh, test, have a couple of positive tests, if uh, this all changes and all that. But this, uh, once again, we're kind of in that territory where it's like must win time for the Browns or, or, or they can yeah. find themselves out of this, you know, before they, you know, at a blink of an eye. Sure. So, yeah. um, like, like you guys said, though, the way they played last week, you know, just playing, I feel like they just like OBJ man gone, just like opened up so much. Like they played like they hmm. had no stress at all. 
whatever, Preston. Hmm. Anyway, <laughs> if the way they played last week, if they can bring that to this week, um, I think the Browns have a really good shot at getting it, you know, catching a stride and at the yeah. right time. And, you know, I don't know which one of these defenses I tend to trust a little bit more. Um, I guess maybe, I mean, both are health, pretty healthy. The Browns are getting a little more healthier. They have a little, they have more talent. So I might trust their defense a little bit more. Um, if I was going to take I probably would take Browns yeah. in this game. I think so, I'm too. I'm really interested to see how Mac Jones is going to do against the Browns uh, front line. I agree. So I'm, I'm intrigued by that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one of the games I saw on here, uh, Saints-Titans, that kind of jumped out at me. Obviously, the Titans surprised a lot of people last week. Henry down, didn't know what to expect, and they just go out there and just looked like a great football team. So this is kind of one of those games the Saints are trying to find themselves on offense right now. Uh, but that defense of theirs is still very strong, and I think they could eat on the Titans' offense if they're not careful. Yeah. Um, I probably I think I would lean Titans right now. I think Titans are a little bit more confident. You know, uh, Saints lose to a pretty average to below average Falcons team. Uh, I with the with the Titans beating the Rams last week, especially the way they did. I mean that. I don't know if that game was as close as even that score sh- uh, showed, but uh, I think as I said before, as long as they can keep a good balance with that offense, as long as that defense keeps playing the way they were, I think the Titans uh, are going to are going to keep making strides, and I think they're going to pull another one off uh, this weekend against New Orleans. I'm going to go to Saints. Okay. I think, uh, you know, the Titans, I think last week they put together a good strategy mm-hmm. to, you know, uh, make up for the fact that Derrick Henry's not going to be there. But I think the Saints defense is going to be too much for the Titans. I think uh, – I don't – I know Tannehill's good, but I don't really have faith in him. That, oh, no. You know, he can come out and take on the defense like the Saints and, and you know, produce numbers. So, yeah. I feel like – my thing is, we keep saying that though. We keep saying, "Ah, eh, Hill's not that great." None of this. Then he goes out there and they win, and he plays pretty. He he's kind of like Baker in the sense where he doesn't have to do too much. He just doesn't have to lose the game as long as he doesn't throw the game away. That they're in pretty good. But it's uh, in easy a for him spot. to do that when he has Derrick Henry again. So I, he did it last week. Yeah, yep. you know, I'll give him that. Yeah. he did it last week. But the Saints' defense is a completely different beast. Agree. So you know the. The thing that scares me about it is the Saints' offense, but I think that defense is going to put them on their back. And there you go. Well, work. Now this is a big one too, and obviously there's a few reasons why. Uh, Seahawks, Packers, you know, Rogers coming back, Wilson coming back, Wilson coming, but then back. Wilson coming back is the big thing here. And you know, Seahawks are sitting there at three and five. This is kind of a one of those games that become a must win for them now because they got to get back into this race here. And uh, obviously, you're feeling pretty good about getting your your superstar quarterback back, but how is he going to be? Is he going to get back in there? Because they're sitting at, uh, like I said, they're sitting at three and five, and now you just see that the Rams just got better. You got Arizona, you know, running, you know, trying to run away with it. This is, I mean, this is like time. They got to make a move now. So, uh, yeah. Uh- the problem is, is, I don't know if I trust that Seattle defense. Yeah, oof. I mean, they, their defense has shown – I mean, they let uh, – really. I mean, a pedestrian uh, Saints offense go in and, you know, move the ball up and down now. Granted, a lot of that was Alvin Kamara, but uh, I just don't trust that defense. And, again, Russell's going to come in here after missing more weeks than Rodgers has, and he's going to have to knock off some rust. 
against against what's now, I guess you could say a a good Packers defense. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're still missing their best their best defensive player, Jair Alexander, but uh, Devon Cam- uh, Devon Campbell's been playing really well. Uh, you know, they're still working merciless in uh, on that pass rush. Kenny Clark is still there. Um, I know he got banged up against the Chiefs, uh, but I didn't see, I haven't seen anything to where he's going to be out. Um, so it's going to be real interesting. I know they also the Seahawks also activated Chris Carson, mm-hmm. so he should be back this weekend too. So getting the full repertoire of the offense together back again is going to be good for the Seahawks, but I'm still going to take the Packers because I trust the Packers defense a little bit more than the Seahawks. So I think Aaron Rodgers will be able to move uh, move the ball a lot more than Russell will. Yeah. Yeah, I'm taking the Packers too. I don't think – I think it's going to be a lot easier for Aaron Rodgers to come in like he did miss a beat than, than Russell Wilson. Oh, for sure. Know, Aaron Rodgers wasn't injured. He just was yeah. – you know, he had COVID. Russell Wilson had a broken finger, right? Yeah. So, you know, and he missed a lot of time. You know, I, I feel like in the NFL, how many weeks did he miss? Four? Three or four? Yeah, he's missed about three, yeah. Yeah, that's a lot of time in the yeah. NFL. That is and again, a lot of time. Yeah, so he's going to be knocking off some rust. The Seahawks, yeah. The Seahawks are going to come in. They're going to have, you know, their full offense. Um, but I just feel like, like Philly said, they're going to have some rust to knock off. And if they're going to knock rust off, it shouldn't be against the Packers. So, yeah. I just feel like the Packers are going to take this one. Yeah, I like the Packers as well. It's kind of the same reasons there. It's like they just don't have as much to change. They're just putting their quarterback in there and going. And I think if there's a, uh, there's probably three quarterbacks in the NFL that you th- you could just kind of plug in there and know that they're going to be okay, Rogers is one of those guys. Absolutely. He's just going to show up and yeah. take care of do his job. So, um, really the only other game that I thought was uh, – Pretty intriguing here as far as worthy of talking about was uh, the Chiefs Raiders. This is once again, we got to kind of see what the uh, the Chiefs are about here. And are, are the, the Raiders done with all the distractions, everything they had? Are they mentally, you know, beat down to where they're not going to be able to get back up? And um, big divisional game here. So, well, this is, a, I mean, this is a playoff spot too. I mean, the Raiders are five and three right five now. Five and three. Yeah. So they're still in that, they're still in the hunt for. And they're not far off from the Chargers either in the no, division. They're so five and three. They're still, well. in the, they're still in the hunt for the division and yeah. in the you know wild card. The Chiefs are right now just trying to find another off. They're trying to get that offense identity back. Um, defense played pretty well uh, for most part against the Packers uh, till the end. It seemed like Jordan Love started to find some rhythm against them and was able to move the ball quite a bit. Um, you know the Raiders just assigned uh, just signed Deshaun. So he's going to be. They're going to have that deep play guy again. Uh, if I was going to, I probably would take the Raiders. I just do. I just don't trust anything going on with the Chiefs' offense right now, and that's someone who has Patrick Mahomes as his QB in fantasy. <laughs> but until they really put something solid together, I just can't trust them right now. So I tend, and with their defense is still suspect. So I like the Raiders in this game at home. I'm going to take the Chiefs. Um, I just feel like. And I've been saying this the past few weeks. I just feel like the Raiders have too much going on. Um, you know, as much as the Chiefs are trying to figure out their offense, I feel like the Raiders are still trying to figure out what they're doing too. You know, they have oh, a sure. interim coach in. They have, you know, some first-round picks that they release. I just feel like there's too much going on. And to beat – I'm not saying the Chiefs are playing perfect, but to beat a team like the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes, I feel like – 
you have to have your, I'm not going to say A game, but you got to come prepared. You have to come ready. Um, I think the only thing the Raiders have going for them is the fact that they're at home. So, yeah, I'm picking the Chiefs in this one. Tell you what, I'm going the Chiefs as well, and I like them big. I, I think they're going to – Wow. I, like, I think this is a kind of a coming out party for them to where we, we see that offense um, kind of really click and uh, score some points. I, I, I honestly, I think the Raiders are done. Um, the Broncos are sneaking up on everyone in that division too. So I, I, I think they're going to surpass um, the Raiders and Raiders before you, before they know it, they're going to be sitting dead last in that division. So, so you're going to be uh, so you're saying the Chiefs are having a let's reintroduce ourselves party, uh, something like that. I, I don't think they're going to be the same Saints that, or Saints same Chiefs as we're used to seeing, um, but. I think they're going to be like, look, we're still pretty freaking talented. We got yeah, the best. They have too much talent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think they're eventually things are going to, you know, start clicking, and they're going to get all on the same page, and they're going to make some noise. I don't know if it's enough to go off and make a playoff run, but it's it's enough to uh, to get people's attention. So, um, as far as the other games, uh, Rams, 49ers, I mean, obviously this kind of, this Monday night game kind of becomes in, a little bit intriguing because now we want to see the Rams and see what they're about. They're only a four-point favorite right now against the Niners. I don't think OBJ's playing. Yeah, Matt, I don't think he's playing. Either. I think Matt Stafford's also banged up from the Titans game, so that'll be interesting to watch, but I'll ta- I'm going to take the Rams. Yeah, I'm taking the Rams too. I'm not taking the Niners. The Niners. Fair enough. I'm, I'm, I, I like that <laughs> minus four as well, so – uh, do you guys want to just do a quick run through real quick, just to see some of these other spreads and just yeah. kind of see? Uh, Ravens Dolphins are here tonight. We're recording this on Thursday night. They are the Thursday night game. Um, Baltimore's an eight and a half point favorite. Who you got? I got the Ravens. Ravens. I like the Ravens too. Falcons Cowboys minus nine. Cowboys. At, this is at Jerry's World. Who you got? I think Dallas bounces back after that uh, rough loss last week against the Broncos. So I'm taking Dallas. Yeah, I'm definitely going Dallas. Not even a question. I I, I like Dallas as well. Um, At home too. Yeah. Nine points is a lot of points. I think Falcons. Um, I'm I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Falcons in the points. I think Cowboys get it done, but I'm gonna take Falcons in the points there. Um, Colts Jaguars. Colts ten and a half. I think this is a must win uh, for the Colts to kind of get going again after Jaguars' big win last week. I like the Colts. I don't think Jaguars are going to play defense like they did last week every week, so I'm going to take the Colts. Yeah, I'm going to take the Colts. Plus, I like the Colts' defense, too. I think the Colts' defense is pretty – Jonathan Jonathan Taylor's still on the Colts, so, yeah, yeah, they'll be fine. I'll take two. Jets-Bills, this is at at the Jets. Buffalo's a 12-point favorite here. Who you got? Uh, I like Buffalo. I think they're going to be pissed from that performance last week, and they're going to take on another shitty team. Uh, I do think the Jets are slightly improving – uh, but I just not think Buffalo's not enough to be Buffalo. No, be Buffalo. I mean they played. I mean we talked about the Colts. They dropped thirty on that Colts defense last week. So, but uh, again, I think uh, Buffalo's going to be mad. They're going to want to make a statement, and I think the Jets just unfortunately get them this week. So I like Buffalo. Yeah, I'm going Buffalo too. I feel like Buff- the Bills have a point to prove, especially after last week. So I feel like they're going to come and come firing on all cylinders and. Uh, Put the Jets away. The yeah. Jets don't have enough to keep up with the Bills. I agree. I'm, I'm on the same page. Steelers, Lions, Steelers, eight eight point favorite. Like I said, they're on a four game win streak here. Is this uh, is this the week the Lions get that first dub? No, no, 
I mean, I could definitely see the Lions uh, giving some problems because I think they're going to be out. Uh, the Steelers will be out with Chase Claypool. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I, the Steelers are the better team. They're going to. It's going to be five in a row. And they have the better defense. So now that defense is sick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Buccaneers, Washington at Washington. Bucks are a nine and a half point favorite here. They just coming off a bye week. You know, anytime you got a a forty four year old quarterback. Uh, I think a bye week's probably pretty nice. I, I expect him to come out and put up big numbers. Um, I like the Bucks. Washington secondary is very good. I know they had a bye week as well, but their di- their defense is the most disappointing, th- one of the most disappointing things in football. Well. So, um, yeah, I like uh, I like Tampa Bay big in this game. Yeah, I think Tampa Bay is going to spank Washington. I don't even think it's going to be close. Like it's not going to be a game at all. My fantasy team agrees. Um, Car- Cardinals, Panthers, uh, Cardinals, ten and a half point favorite. Have, have they said yet? Is is Murray playing? Uh, I know. I know. I DeAndre and uh, Murray are both haven't practiced all week, no. so that's not um, good, huh? That's I a think, lot of points. I, I feel like Vegas knows something if they're saying. I think 10 Kyler. And a half, that's a lot of points. I think Kyler is a little bit more hopeful um, to play. Uh, I think he mentioned that he's uh, feeling a lot better this week. Um, we'll see. Um, DeAndre, it'll be interesting. I mean, he can be, be one of those guys that he may not have to practice all week and he can up. still play. But, uh, I mean, he'll face a tough matchup with Stephon Gilmore. That being said, Arizona's defense is playing really well. P.J. Walker's going to be coming in. Uh, I like Cardinals. Yeah, I'm going Cardinals, too. I don't think uh, – I don't even, even if Cam suited up for the Panthers, which he's not, I don't, I don't no. feel like they're going to have enough on offense to, to beat – Arizona's defense, so I'm definitely going Cardinals. You know, Cardinals winning last week is a huge win because you kind of get that luxury of possibly sitting the guys one more week. You know, sitting at 8-1, and one, you're feeling pretty decent about maybe getting them healthy. Um, but you kind of got the Rams in your shot, you know, lingering behind you. So maybe it puts a little bit more pressure. I like the Cardinals uh, to kind of take Let's care see. of business. Real quick, I want to see who Arizona plays next week. Next week um, is see, Seahawks. Got, Seahawks, yeah. I it would it, would it surprise me if they sat them this week? No, because with the Seahawks coming uh, coming town, because they got Seahawks, Bears, and then the Rams. So, uh, yeah, would it surprise me if they uh, sat them? No, uh, but uh, until it's official, I'm just going to assume both probably play, and they're going to beat the Panthers. Vikings, Chargers. Chargers minus three. This might be the highest scoring game of the week, to be quite honest with you. Uh, the Chargers defense is struggling big time. Uh, Minnesota can put up some points now. Are they going to be with Dalvin Cook and with that everything going on with him right now? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I still they they had Chargers have the better quarterback, so I'm going to go with the Chargers. Um, but uh, like I said, this could be a really high scoring game this week. Yeah, I'm going Chargers too. It, it just sucks you see all these NFL teams going through all these distractions with their players. Um, I just feel like, you know, Dalvin Cook is the guy on the Vikings, and I feel like if he's not going to play, it's not going to – either way it goes. Herbert Herbert's a monster, so Herbert's a lot better he's quarterback. He's really coming than, into than, his own, yeah. yeah than Cousins. So Madison's a pretty like, solid backup too. He so. is. He literally yeah. is like a, a clone of Dalvin Cook. I mean, they get out there and produce very similar numbers. I know it might look a little different, but – Numbers are there. Uh, Eagles Broncos last game two and a half points. Denver favorite. I like Denver. I think Denver. Uh, if, if that, especially with that defense, they keep playing that way. Um, it's going to be really hard for a lot of these teams. Uh, 
I like the uh, balance that the offense had last week uh, with Gordon and Williams running it, and then uh, Teddy spreading it around. I know Fant will be back this week, um, and he still has a lot. He has a talented amount of receivers. And Sutton, Judy, and uh, Patrick, I think it's going to be too much for the Eagles to overcome. I'm going to go Eagles. Oh. I'm going to be a rebel and go Eagles. Okay. Um, I just kind of like what I, you know, what I see in flashes of Jalen Hurts to um, to Smith. So I'm hoping that you know they can come in. And I know the Broncos' defense is pretty solid, but you know he would like that uh, Hurts to Smith this weekend because he has <laughs> Smith on his team. He <laughs> You would like that. Uh, I like I like Denver as well. Um, and I'll tell you right now, I'm thinking about putting a future on Denver to win that division. They're all sitting there 5-3, 5-3, 5-4, 5-4. That's anyone's division right now. And I, I know it's one week, but, man, they looked good last week against uh, Dallas. So. Yeah, that was, that's an explosive offense in Dallas. And to, I mean, for a majority of that game to shut them out, oh, yeah. that's, that was very impressive. For sure. So, exciting week in the NFL. We'll have to uh, kind of look over our picks at, after the weekend and kind of see how some of that played out because um, I know we're pretty similar on a lot of that, but I'd like to see kind of how that all plays out. But college football, all right? Dun, dun, dun. I am so excited for this. This is OU's first real big game, um, we'll say since OU Texas. Uh, it's OU on the road at Baylor. You mean you're trying to tell me that Kansas wasn't a big game? Yeah, well, I didn't know it was going to be. Oh, Ended up being game. a nail biter, but uh, it wasn't supposed to be that way. But um, obviously, like I said, super excited for this week, this weekend. Um, OU opens at a uh, their five and a half point favorite right now. That line's kind of stuck there all week, so everyone's kind of thinking about you know a little under a touchdown here. Uh, how are you feeling so far about this, Sam? Well. Uh, Great thing about the bye week, they played nine straight weeks. Um, they were starting to look like a team that needed a bye week badly. Uh, they get they got some guys back uh, a couple weeks ago against Tech, which is great. They got uh, DJ Graham and uh, Jalen Redmond back for the defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, word is reading on reading about it that Woody Washington could be a go this weekend, and yep. uh, so could Mike Woods. So um, that I mean, those are big additions, big keys coming back. The the battle in the trenches will be one of the big keys of this game because uh, Baylor is a physical team, and especially at home this year, they've been really stout. It's going to be really interesting to see what that offense line gets their defensive line. Uh, Baylor's offense is pretty balanced. I know there's like seventh in the nation in rushing. Uh, Jerry Bohannon's not any world breaker at quarterback. He's a good uh, good game manager. Uh, he's got some uh, he's got some good movement. He can run uh, pretty well. Uh, pretty average passer. Uh, but depends on where this OU defense is at. I mean, if they can get these guys back healthy, um, depends on where they're going to play Key Lawrence at in secondary too. Uh, then offensively, after watching Chandler Morris against that defense, especially that secondary for uh, Baylor, uh, had the day that he had, it's going to be really interesting. If they can protect Caleb well enough with that receiver set, uh, it's going to be a long day for Baylor. Um, I actually – I'm going to go out on the limb. I'm just going to say OU comes out and just kicks the shit out of Baylor. I I think they show up this week, and I think they go. I think that if I give a score, I'm going to say 52-24. Oh, man. 52-24? Yeah. From the number 18 OU? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Okay. Well, obviously that would be a huge statement win. Uh, that's the one thing that OU's lacking and continues to get punished for in the, the standings. 
to say I was surprised that we were number eight when they revealed the new playoff rankings, uh, surprise is not the word, um, because all the, all OU does is get disrespected. Um, I wasn't as far as rankings. Go. I mean, they didn't. Well, you guys started the season at number two. They had to. I mean, we had the Heisman favorite at. at all the OU realm. done is win this year and drop in the polls. Now, granted, I will, I will agree. Uh, it's all OU's fault. I will no, agree it, that it, there's too many one-loss teams in, in the top four. I'll agree with you on that. You could say the top seven. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Here's the deal. We talked about last weekend. The teams ahead of us did not look good at all mm-hmm. and didn't get punished, even though we were just told. I'll say Michigan State how, got how punished because now Michigan's ahead of them, and it seems the well, committee doesn't even know how to properly uh, place them. Because they got to they win that game last weekend. That's inexcusable. Oh, oh Michigan I'm, State should have won that game. I understand sure. coming off of a big win, you know, beating your rival and everything, but – yeah, no. Obviously, they got very disrespected. Uh, they're 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 right there with us. But to be sitting there at nine and zero uh, and and still be number eight, yeah. it's dumb. I don't agree. But hey, go kick the shit out of Baylor this weekend, yeah, and I guarantee you're not going to be number eight. Yeah, I, I, I'd say you know put us at five or six. I think that would be fair. But clearly, I'm um, I'm putting a lot of faith Baylor? in it. Yeah. No, if you beat Baylor, you should be top four. I, I once again, I With still don't, I don't see them making four. that big of a leap. That. But I, I think you beat them, then you go beat Iowa State next week. Then I think you're top four. Look, I like I said, I'm picking a big game from OU. Honestly, just win. You yeah. go on the road and beat the number thirteen team. That's that's uh, just go. Just keep doing what you're doing and win. That's I mean, a saying this year. Just win. I just win. Just win. Uh, I would like it to be fifty two twenty four. But if they go and win thirty five twenty eight, it's it's still against the number thirteen team yeah. on the road. Just keep doing what you're doing, win and. It'll all work itself out. Well, this could have been a much bigger game had Baylor taken care of business last weekend, and uh, but instead they fall to a TCU team who had just lost Gary Patterson, the the best coach in you know their school history, and uh, now TCU rolls into uh, Stillwater this weekend against a Stillwater team that is uh, that defense man, you know. Statistically, they're the number two defense in the nation. And I, not, I think that's getting talked enough about. And I agree with you there. Enough, um, I agree with you there. I think uh, you guys are <laughs> distracting with your food talk. But uh, I agree. Now, while they're not Georgia-level defense, they have been really dominant, especially over the last few weeks. Um, they're going to get a, a true. They're going to get a redshirt freshman in his second start. Uh, Chandler Morris was fantastic uh, last weekend against Baylor. He was the Big 12 Offensive Player of the Week, over 400 yards, I think another uh, maybe 60, 70 on the ground. Um, but this is a stiffer test oh, yeah. um, against a really good uh, Oklahoma State defense. Uh, TCU's defense is pretty meh. We'll see, how, we'll see how much fight they have in them this week against a against – and it's in a similar fashion with Georgia uh, offense and Oklahoma State that doesn't really have to do a whole lot because of how good that defense has been playing. Uh, Spencer Sanders has been playing better. Jalen uh, Jalen Warren is a, a really solid running back. Uh, they've got the tools uh, to handle TCU, and I think they're going to. Uh, I'd probably say OSU 35-17. I like that. I like that. I, I think, I think uh, TCU hangs around early. And uh, makes this a decent-looking game. I think eventually that defense makes a big play, maybe a pick six, something like that, uh, and then keeps them moving. Um, but, yeah, I, I like 
I like that. I would say, um, I want to say 30, 38-20. Where I'm at. Basically giving the teams three points more yeah. than is yeah. it? So this that's is, this isn't the price is right, okay? <laughs> the price is wrong. Well, okay. Antoine, I know you're a uh, pretty semi pokes fan. What do you think? I'm a semi pokes fan. I'm not really I wouldn't say like full fledged pokes. I really just No, you like to say it to mess with you guys because yeah, yeah. you're huge OU fans. Um I'm actually gonna take TCU. Are you taking them with the points, or are you just taking them in the game? In the game. I really hope that's not the case, because we <laughs> oh, OU needs O, which you yeah. keep winning. I would be very disappointed if Pokes... I'm going to take TCU, man. I nothing would like, piss... Nothing would be... That would be just like OSU to do that. It would piss me like, off. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly why I'm saying that. It's because I just feel like sometimes OSU, you know, they'll have it in their hands, and then they always fumble the ball somehow. Um, the last two... The last... Did it, they lost to Iowa State, right? For some reason, Iowa State has their number. I don't understand what that is. But I think uh, – It's I think, it's weird playing the names. I feel like TCU is going to come out and attack, and I feel like TCU might pull out the victory, man. All right. Well, that would be quite the upset and, once again, would screw you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hope you're wrong in that sense. Um, a few of the other notable games this weekend, Michigan at Penn State. First of all, I know Penn State's not th- – Penn State, you know, of the last few years, but they are still six and three. I don't know how they're not ranked. I mean, there's some teams in there that are ranked ahead of them. It makes no sense. Um, I know the committee is a is majority SEC and Big Ten yeah. field committee. To have Penn State not ranked is beyond Surprising. me. Um, it, and it's maybe kind of a way of reason why I'm going to take Penn State in this game. Michigan's we'll played solid, but I think. Uh, I think Penn State's going to come out fired up, and I think they're going to be ready to play. It's at home, yep. uh, and I think they're going to win. Michigan's a point and a half point, uh, yeah, one and a half point favorite in this. Um, and you know what? I, I was kind of thinking the same thing, Sam. Honestly, I was thinking there's a lot of disrespect there if you're a point and a half, only a one and a half points uh, favorite over Penn State. I, I don't know. I, the way Michigan, <clears throat> the way Michigan's been playing, they got Ohio State coming up. I think, yeah, they might overlook this Penn State team, and uh, I'm gonna take Penn State as well. I like it. I like it. Um. Well, speaking of Ohio State, Purdue, Ohio State. Obviously, Purdue gets the big win last weekend. Uh, been a spoiler this season. They're <laughs> They're not getting much respect, though. It's a 21-point favorite uh, is what Ohio State is in this. This is going to go one of two ways. Uh, this is either going to – Purdue's going to spoil the party again somehow. Or, can get. or, or Ohio State is going to wreck them. Yeah. Uh, you know, Ohio State could be fired up uh, after that poor performance in uh, Lincoln uh, mm-hmm. last weekend. Uh, I I don't know. I, to be quite honest, I'm not sure how this game's going to go because Ohio State's the more talented team. Uh they still have some holes in that secondary. Uh, David Bell is going to be is arguably going to be the best receiver in this game. I know they got Chris Olave, but uh, David Bell has been on a absolute tear this year. Um, and if that ended right now, he probably is the best receiver in the Big Ten. Uh, so I can definitely see him having a day against that secondary. But Purdue's offense or Purdue's defense against uh, that Ohio State offense is where it's really going to come to play. I can see Travion Henderson being the one that has a big day this weekend. Uh, I like Ohio State in this. 
Uh, I would love to see Purdue pull the upset, but I think Ohio State at home is a uh, is going to handle business. I have a question. So, as big OU fans, who would you guys like to see OU play? But we're if, tra- out of out of the top four teams right now, who would you guys rather have OU play? We're saying like round one. Yeah. Wow. Uh, like what matchup would you? I wouldn't mind Oregon. I, I was going to say probably Oregon. Oregon seems to be the team we would match up the best with. Yeah. Um, and uh, like I said, this is my whole take: is if OU can just get in that top four and not play Georgia first, if we can get anyone else, I don't care who else, even even Bam at this point, if we can play anyone else in that first game, I feel somewhat confident in to where we can have a chance. And then you get to a national championship and anything can happen. Yeah. So it's just like. Oregon, I'm okay with. Ohio State, I'd be okay with. You know, if, if actually, yeah, o, uh, Oregon, Ohio State, Cincy. I think all three of those teams OU matches up with well. Um, Ohio Cincy State's got the top four, though, right? Well, they're number five. Yeah. They're number five. Yeah. So I would say those top those three. Um, I I definitely think OU would beat Michigan and Michigan State. Um, but uh, those three teams, uh, I know Ohio State's got quite a bit of firepower. But like I said, their secondary. I mean, the defensive line really helps out that uh, defense. Uh, the secondary for Ohio State has a lot, has some big issues. So um, I think those three, uh, Oregon would be number one, but then Ohio State, Cincy. Is there anything else this weekend that you you liked? I mean, I, we had mentioned A and M, Ole Miss. I mean, I like that game. Uh, it's real interesting. Uh, it's a top uh, fifteen matchup. Ole Miss is another another showcase game for them to see if they can, uh, you know, really show, the, you know, the progress they're making as a program. Uh, another showcase uh, one for Matt uh, Corral uh, in his Heisman chances. Um, we'll touch on that real quick in a minute. But uh, I think I'm going to go with A&M. I think A&M is hot right now. I think they're rolling. I think they're going to roll into the Grove and uh, handle Ole Miss. Yeah. Uh, might be a pretty close game, but uh, I think a and is going to win, I'll say, 28-24. I like it. No, I, I'm right there with you. I think a and is a better team. I think they take care of business and uh, end up pulling off that, that victory. And then uh, just to touch on uh, a co- just the uh, other two conferences, because I know we talked Big 12, uh, Big 10, and then just touch on the SEC. Uh, NC State-Wake, this is just another stepping stone for Wake to go through to the uh, ACC championship. Mm-hmm. Coming off a loss against North Carolina, um, that Wake Forest defense is still not good. NC State has a little bit. I think I'm going to take NC State in this game. I like Sam Hartman's in that offense for Wake, but I think NC State's just a little bit more of the complete team. Uh, I'm going to say that game 24-21. And then, uh, of course, tonight you got Pitt and uh, North Carolina. Love this game. Love this game. Uh, uh, this could be a, just a, one of those really fun games, kind of in the same vein as that uh, Wake and North Carolina game last week. Um I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take Pitt tonight. I think Pitt's defense plays a little bit better, and Kenny Pickett is gonna just pick apart that North Carolina defense. Uh, I can see this being an easy 38-35 game. Oh yeah, and see that's what I lo- love about this. Uh, I'm taking I like Pitt in this as well, um, but I just love the points. Hammer the over on I, this. I'm, I'm hammering the over. 72 points is a lot of points, but I, I, th- I think they're they're gonna get there easily. So that's why I love this game and. Boys, I just had to say one more thing, and then we're going to move on here. Is maybe my favorite game of the weekend is the Nevada San Diego State game, and let me tell you why. The punter, 
The punter for San Diego State wow. might be the Heisman. I'm telling you right now. Have you guys have you guys seen this kid? Uh, he's unbelievable. I know that. Okay, listen to this. So we're uh, his, Matt. Uh, I think it's Ariza. Ariza. Um, I believe his name. Um, listen to this. He has two punts over 80 yards this season. Six Unreal. over 70 yards. Jesus Christ. Six over 70 yards this season. It's an NCAA record. 15 punts over 60 yards. An average, where is this? Averages of uh, 363 yards per game is what he's netting. And just over uh, 52 punts per, uh, or 52 yards per punt. This is they need to check unbelievable. Because something is going on He's stuffing his down in the water uh, in San Diego. Uh, He's stuffing his cleats. I think what you guys are missing the biggest point is San Diego State's offense stinks. Well, <laughs> They're punting that to much. Highlight your punter, so. Yeah. Hey, no, that's it's unbelievable. Give me, give me a score for the um, Notre Dame Virginia before we go. That's another interesting game uh, because uh, Virginia's offense is actually pretty damn good with Brennan Armstrong. Uh, man, that can be a. I can see that easily be. I can see that being like a thirty-one twenty-eight game. I'll take Notre Dame, but I can see that being a pretty fun game. I like this line, Notre Dame five and a half. I think it's going to be right there. I think Notre Dame wins the game, but I think it is pretty close. Uh, Before we go, before we move on, let's uh, touch real quick. Uh, Give me your Heisman. Give me your top four going into the weekend, and we'll touch on this. We'll go. We'll cover. Go back over this on Monday. But give me your top four right now going into the weekend. Should be. Boy, um, I know I should have been prepared for that. Because, dude, honestly, let me say this. I'm to a point right now at the Heisman where these games coming up mean everything for the Heisman, where it's not one of those award, not, not one of those seasons where it's been wrapped up about this point, where you yeah. kind of know your clear-cut favorites. Because, obviously, everyone was super big on uh, Walker, you know, Kenneth Walker. Then all of a sudden they go out and lose, and it's like, yeah, but it, you know, the one thing I'll say about that is that it's not like he like tanked in that game. He still had a good game. And that's the problem with being a running back, though, is that you don't have the ability to control that in that sense of being able to – He doesn't throw touch the, game the ball every touch. time. You can't do that. Yeah. So that's why it's like you need those team wins to be yeah. a big part of it. Um, man, I, I still think – I mean, this is Bryce Young's award to lose. Um, I think – Ultimately, he's got the most upside of what's going forward. Yeah. Uh, to where he's going to be in those big games and have those situations to where he can kind of step a step above everyone else and look like the Heisman. I, I hate saying that, but unfortunately, I, that's that's how I how I kind of see this. Um, so yeah, I, I don't even know top four. I, it'd be tough for me to pick four. I, I believe those two guys are there. Um, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to keep it at that for now because honestly, I, I'm too uh, I'm too shook of where, where where everyone else is at right now. But I think I'm going to keep Walker on top. I think uh, he, uh, even though they lost last week against Purdue, he still played really well, and I still think he's got the bigger uh, game win and performance than Bryce Young does. I mean, I agree. Bryce Young has been really impressive all year. Uh, not so much last week. Uh, came out that offense was pretty lackadaisical against a. a pretty mediocre LSU team. I know mean, LSU was uh, playing pretty hard last week uh, for Coach O for that rivalry. But uh, I think Walker, uh, I think, would still be my top one for the week. Then Young, I probably would go Matt Corral because he's just been great all year. 
Um, and he's got a statement game that he can perform in this year. Four's touchy. Um, I know I, I dropped Desmond Ritter from it last uh, Monday because of his performance against uh, Tulsa, and I just don't see anything else that stands out going forward. Um, uh, so just by default right now, I think I'll slide Caleb Williams in there because he's got these three games coming up. He can If he puts on a show against uh, Baylor – uh, I think he can really surge up there. Again, I just it's hard for me to say he can win it this year because he has played a season. But, again, it's not like this field has run away. Someone hasn't run away with this uh, or opened up a gap in this award. So anything's possible. So I'll have uh, Caleb there at four. So I'll go Walker, Young, Corral, and then uh, Caleb at four. Yeah. That, I mean, like you said, I think it's okay to throw Caleb in there just because of how the season has played out. Uh, I think he's going to be there at the end of the year. Just I, I don't think he has a chance to win it. Not too many, uh, not enough games, essentially. So, well, um, NBA starting to heat up. Antoine, give me because uh, yesterday was the full slate of games. Uh, give me who kind of stood out. Uh, give me uh, give me a quick uh, your thoughts on uh, an early season MVP team that kind of stands out, surprise, disappointment. Well, your the Thunder won yesterday, 108 to 100 against the Pelicans. Three game win streak, uh, by the way. Three game win streak. So I Stop know you guys are excited please. about that. Uh, some of the big games to me: um, Warriors, Timberwolves. Yep. Uh, obviously, the Warriors were the favorite. They're just playing ball right now. They're dominating. Wiggins um, played great last night. Yeah, Wiggins played great last night. You know, Steph to Steph. Uh, who you asked for an MVP favorite? I feel like if anybody says anybody other than Steph, they're yeah. crazy. Yeah. Um, but I was happy because, you know, Anthony Edwards dropped the career high 48 last night, so I was pretty excited about that. Yeah. I told you guys I feel like he's the best player in the draft. I know LaMelo gets all the hype, but I do feel like Anthony Edwards will end up being a better player. Are we officially saying now that the Timberwolves are Edwards' team? Yeah, because Cat's been 100%. there for a long. Cat's been there for a long Cat, time, but he yeah, hasn't. But it just seems like that. Yeah. You can't say that. You know, Cat's the guy when you haven't taken this team anywhere. So, um, that was a pretty good game. But the Warriors, of course, pulled it out one twenty three to one ten. In uh, the Heat Lakers, I feel like, you know, the Lakers. You know, this is a pretty big game for the Lakers. Uh, they needed this win. Surpri- to, to my surprise, Malik Monk actually was the. Uh, the uh, lead oh, scorer. He was game. fantastic he last 27 night. points. Yeah. He was fantastic so last night. So it was 10, 10 for 13 from the field. So uh, the Lakers end up pulling that out 120 to 117 against the Heat. Uh, and, That's you know, I always win. have to mention my team. The Bulls won. They beat the Mavericks. Oh, that's a big 117 win. 117 to 107. Uh, Where they Zach that Levine right dropped 23 points, went 8 for 12 from the field goal. Or from the from the perimeter, from the Field. field. Jeez, I can't get my word today. Food's guys. on his mind. Today, Junior. So that was a pretty big win for the Bulls. Uh, they improved their record three, to 8-3. Yeah. You said what? I was saying, yeah. I asked, I asked what they were sitting at and said 8-3. and three. Surprised. Uh, I guess that surprise answer could be the Wizards right now sitting at 8-3. and three. Did you guys see uh, the, the Grizzlies-Hornets game? That had to be a fun one. Yo, no, Kelly Obrey Jr. and John Morant, they went crazy. Kelly Oubre dropped 38 or 37, and John Morant dropped 32. Hey. John Morant is balling, dude. Like he. Oh yeah, he's taking he is taking that level. next step. He is taking the next step, and you know everybody talks about 
you know, obviously him and Zion were in the same draft. And Zion was going to be the face. But the way John Moran is playing, and, the, you know, Zion's not available. I, I like Zion. Don't get me wrong. But if, obviously, if I had to choose between the two, I would take Ja. 100%. Yeah. I feel like he's uh, he makes the team better. Not yeah. only is he good, but he's going to make your team better. You know, Zion's just a powerful guy with crazy athleticism who can take over in the post, especially being 6'6". But ja, uh, but but Zion, he's going to have to lose some weight, man. You can't you can't be a professional athlete and, and, and with his jumping ability, that's going to be harsh on his feet, his mm-hmm. ankles, his, his knees. knees. Last time that's I saw him, he looks kill. like he, he looks like he's pushing a solid 350. That's what I'm saying, <laughs> he's dude. looking but, large. He is a unit. The thing that gets me the most is Zion. You you make too much money to not have a professional chef, and, and oh yeah, and be able to hire somebody to to help you control your weight. He's enjoying that New Orleans food way too much. Every every athlete, look at LeBron. LeBron spends over two million. I think it's a million dollars a year yeah, on his body. Yeah, million. You know, if you it look at look at Giannis, when Giannis came into the league, he was a stick. Yeah. You know, and he 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 worked hard, put the muscle on, and did what he needed to do to take his game to the next well, level. The, if you want to be in that, if you want to be in that top five category, you have to take care of your body. Yeah. So, the perfect example is Tom Brady. I mean, we've seen what he's what he's done with him, his body, and his diet and everything over the years. He takes care of it, and well, he's still balling. I mean, it's like yeah. so obviously. Uh, we look at uh, the NBA, obviously much, not I should say much more, but as far as you, you can't be carrying that weight around trying to run up and down the hardwoods, you know, yeah, and thinking you're going to be okay, you and jump, trying to jump out of the, there, the stadium every no night. Way. That's not healthy. There's no way. Yeah. So And some no guys for- just need to work. They During the season, they work into getting their playing shape. I mean, James Harden's a perfect example. Shaq is always He comes into the it. season looking like a fat ass, but he eventually works his way into shape and – Plays like the James Harden we know. Zion is not Shaq. <laughs> uh, no, he's Shaq, not. Shaq is a like Shaq was a whole different, yeah, whole different player. So like you can't, you know, Shaq's seven, what seven two, seven one, yeah, something like you that. You know, he can yeah. get away with being a little overweight and then losing weight. Zion, he doesn't have the physicality that Shaq yeah. has, and, and, and Zion also is not wasn't playing with Kobe. So <laughs> Zion needs to, to get it together. Yeah. Uh, real quick, I just want to touch on because you mentioned Washington sitting at eight and three. You think it's a coincidence that they uh, they get rid of Russ and all of a sudden they're uh, kind of finding their way? No, I don't. I also don't think the I mean the top of the East is really good, but I think the rest of the East is pretty mess. So yeah, I think right now they're just making they're making they're gelling really well with the guys that they got from the Lakers, uh, and they're just playing really well. Um, but eventually. Reality is going to set in, yeah. And the Wizards will go back to being the Wizards. Now, saying that, the Wizards could—I mean, the Wizards could find themselves back in the playoffs again this year, just like they were last year. Um, the bottom of that East is definitely open for them to get in there. Uh, we'll wait and see. I mean, would it be cool if the Wizards kind of kept this up? Yeah, it'd be awesome. But you know, it's kind of a wait and see process. But I just think the top of that East is going to eventually. Uh, Milwaukee is going to find their way. The Nets uh, are going to. Really gel and make moves. Uh, the Bulls, I think the Bulls have a better chance of sticking than the uh, Wizards do right now. Uh, I think the Knicks too. The Knicks, Knicks I there. really like the Knicks this I year. I really like the Knicks. Yeah. Um, I think Philly will eventually find their way too. So I think Wizards could make the playoffs, but I just don't see them sticking at the top of the East. 
I could I could see I don't think the Wizards are going to be at the top of the East, but I could see them pulling out a seven or eight seed. I think people uh, kind of um, overlooked, you know, the team the Wizards put together in the off season. I'm not saying they got a bunch of superstars, but they did get a bunch of really good role players to go along with Bradley Beal, who's a beast, by the way. Yeah, keep, look, keep Bradley, yeah. Bradley Beal, Bradley Beal is fantastic. Wizards, but Bradley Beal is a monster, and he can't score on anybody. So. Yeah. I think, you know, the Wizards will find their way to being a 7 or 8 seed. I don't think, you know, I'm kind of with Philly on, you know, all of these other big teams that were supposed to be there in that top spot. They're going to start figuring things out. Um, I mean, if you're looking at top teams in the East, in my opinion, it's probably in no order. Uh, Sixers, for sure. Um, I mean, you have to throw the Nets in there just because they have – you know, Durant and Harden, mm-hmm. and then uh, I don't know who I would put at the three. But I would go uh, Bucks, Sixers, Bucks, yeah, I guess Bucks, Sixers, Bucks. Uh, Nets, Knicks, um, and then I, you know what? I'll put the Bulls right there. I like yeah. a lot of what the Bulls yeah, are doing Bulls right now. I think if they are, if I was, I had those other teams above them, but I would say I'd probably put the Bulls right there at five right now. Atlanta is still struggling. I think Atlanta can still find get back into it, but I think uh, they're going to be more into that six to eight range. Yeah. Not good for the over. Not good for the over. <laughs> Dropped a touchdown. Um, yeah. No, I mean, and that's what I was about to say. So the Heat, you know, obviously they're the team. Oh, that, the Heat. That's, that you got to okay, kind of remember right there. Yeah. But, man, what a, a tough loss last night. Then they got to turn around tonight and play the Clippers. Um I think they, oh, they, they yeah. got to play the Clippers. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean that's, that's a tough, tough. back to back. Well, Jimmy yeah. Butler better play better. I only he shot three shots last night. Oof. Jimmy Butler is the most frustrating super, uh, star in the NBA that I've seen in a long time. That He's the most frustrating. Frustrating like, yeah. for you? Yeah. Yeah. Because he, he comes out and plays bonkers. You look at that, you look at what he did in the finals against the Lakers a couple years ago in the bubble. He was, I mean, a couple of those games you can make Dermot even with LeBron on the court. He was the best player on the court. And then last year, I mean, for most of the year, and then, of course, in the playoffs, he just laid an absolute egg. I mean, it was just, I don't know. Jimmy, there's times I'm just like, I'm almost ready to uh, kick the bucket on Jimmy. Yeah, I hear you, man. I I completely understand where you're coming from. I think Jimmy has a lot of heart, and he plays with a lot of intensity. I would just like to see it come out more consistent. Mm -hmm. Like, be more consistent with it. Because when Jimmy's balling, he's balling. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying, yeah. Where it's like Jimmy could just like. Jimmy looks like a top five player one week and then the and next he week. he looks like a top look, 30 player. Yeah, he looks week. like a guy who just doesn't give a shit. Yeah. So. If Jimmy could figure it out and just be more consistent with, which, I mean, Jimmy's going to be the player he's going to be right now because he's been in the league too long. It's not like no, he he's going to all of a sudden hit this spurt of being, you know, LeBron-like or Giannis-like, but. Jimmy Jimmy B's a baller, man. I, I feel like he he always tends to figure it out in the big moment. So he's gonna have to kind of do what uh, Carmelo Anthony has done, and that's kind of find your ability to like adapt with who who you're around, what you're around. There's a lot of young guys there in uh, Miami that he can be a great leader for, but he's got to kind of understand what he needs to be, and if he needs to still be the guy. That he needs to act like he's the guy, yeah. you know. And if he's not 100%. that guy anymore, then then find your role. Because I'll tell you right now, Carmelo Anthony, he's having the best year, his best shooting year of his career right now. 
I know, obviously, I know it's early and everything like that, but he's accepted who he is now, and he can just go out there and be him. And just I don't play. know if Jimmy it's Butler's easy. quite ready for sixth man or off the bench. No, he's not. But, that's what I'm saying. But that, he needs to decide what he is. It's kind of in the KD it's, situation. It's easy for – go ahead, Philly. I was going to yeah. say, it's kind of the KD situation where you're not – KD accepted not being the guy, especially when he went to Golden State. I mean, he, he – yeah, no. Steph was the guy in Golden State. KD wasn't. He accepted when KD it. was playing on Golden State. Yeah, he wasn't. KD got there. No, he no. When he got there, he was not the guy. Steph was the guy. Kevin Golden Durant State. wasn't the guy. No. when he when he, he was, showed up, he wasn't. I know what Sam's saying. When he showed up, he wasn't the guy. He became the guy. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was not, not the, the guy. guy. Yeah, yeah, he was, I was not the say, guy. Like oh, I don't know, but yeah, I hear where you're coming from. Yeah, and you know, for Carmelo Anthony too, it's easy to accept your role when you're playing with LeBron James, Dwight Howard. Um, Anthony Davis, when you're playing with Russell Westbrook. I can't believe you just said Dwight Howard. I know. I'm just saying, like, I'm just saying, like, you're playing with seven Hall of Fame, future Hall of Famers. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, so it's just like, it's easy to accept your role. Then you don't have any pressure on you because it's not Carmelo's team. It's not Carmelo better come out and perform or else. There's no No, real pressure on Carmelo. It's LeBron's team. All Carmelo has to do is come in and score. That's it. That's all we look for you. We don't need we don't need you to play defense. We don't yeah, need you to take over the game. Yeah, but that's a lot easier said than done with a guy with an ego like him. I mean, like Carmelo. Yeah, I don't yeah, know if his I, Carmelo's ego. I think is taking. I think it's gone he's down. Accepted his no, that's role. what I'm saying. He's that's what I'm saying. Yeah. He's accepted his role. So, so yeah. I, I'm tipping my hat to Carmelo. I'm like, I, I can't believe you know he's he's fallen into place as well as he has because it's tough, man. Going from a, uh, you know. Shooters got to shoot, kind of guy, to being like, all right, I'm gonna take the shots that I got to take, and you know, just well, flows with the offense. It more. shouldn't be too tough. My man's made over like two hundred million dollars in his career, so he should be okay with taking he, the backseat. You were sure you were trying sure to get a ring. So, this is, you know, yeah. he needs a championship. It will cement his legacy. Well, how much is that going to Lala in the divorce? Okay, so Carmelo, if you ever, if we ever get big enough for you to be on here, don't we will make sure Philly's not. Oh, I love (laughs) Carmelo. I love Carmelo. I'm just saying. Um, Well, NBA's heating up. Uh, It it is starting to kind of get exciting. I mean, maybe call it the bye week for me last week with uh, OU not playing. But uh, kind of getting more excited about the NBA, and we'll just have to keep an eye on some of these storylines and where these teams uh, end up by next episode. So, um, well, before I touch on uh, movies, uh, Antoine, you want to touch on any of the fighting going on this weekend? Um, not a whole lot of really big fights. Uh, there's a uh, Max Holloway and Yair Rodriguez are fighting on uh, for the UFC on Saturday, which would pre- be a pretty good fight. Um, the fight I'm more ex- most excited about. Um, Benavidez fights uh, this Saturday. Uh, David Benavidez, he's a super middleweight guy, and a lot of people want to see him. He's undefeated. A lot of people want to see him fight Canelo. So I'm interested to see what's going to happen with that this weekend. If he pulls out the victory, which I think he will, because that guy hits like a tank. Nice. He literally breaks people's face in half. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I want to see. um, If he can pull out that victory, I know a lot of people are going to be, you know, Starting the hype with, you know, him versus Canelo to, you know, see if he can dethrone Canelo. But Canelo doesn't like to take these super, super tough fights. Go back to Monday's episode. I know, my God. Back to the shade. No respect. He just, Canelo, Canelo's extremely smart. And I'm not knocking his skills. 
That's what you said well, Monday Canelo's had issues with certain styles, mainly Triple G and slick fighters. Canelo's only loss was Floyd to Floyd, who's a slick fighter, defensive fighter. Um, and he's had issues with Triple G, who's a straightforward type fighter that hits super hard. So, you know, Benavidez is kind of that fighter. So, you know, I'm interested to see that fight, um, see how that plays out. Some big fights coming up this month and, you know, the later half of the year that we'll get into. But, yeah. Um, and then one other thing I think we're talking about adding is uh, around town, around T-Town. Preston's kind of our man around T-Town. He spends a lot of time out around uh, with his other group of uh, peeps. Um, normally <laughs> he's going into a lot of – Yeah, his other friends. He's uh, usually going into some of the bigger events around town, too. So, uh, Preston, is there anything going on this weekend that uh, people may want to keep an eye out for? By the way, do you get invites whenever Preston goes around town? Uh, okay. Yeah. No, but uh, Preston <laughs> oh, can easily okay. turn I'm around just, and tell I'm me I, I never invite know. him out to OU games just, or we go watch asking. him at Fast or anything. By yeah. the way, we are. So, well, if you want to come or we're going out somewhere to oh, watch don't it. Don't invite him. <laughs> he wouldn't invite you. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Really? <laughs> All right. Um, nothing big going on uh that I could think of at the moment, uh, you know, obviously coming off a big last weekend with the uh, the pub run downtown, it was really cool to see downtown uh, really popping pretty much from uh, the start of Saturday to the end. Um, for those who don't know, the pub run is a four-mile run with drinking three Guinness during the run. Uh, Gross. It was a. Who wants to do that? It was a uh, a beast this year. I was not quite as prepared, um, but you know, got it out there. Gave the old uh, the old college try, and uh, got it done. So, drink a lot more than I ran. I, I could say that for sure. But um, overall, it was a good weekend. Yeah. So this week it's kind of quiet. It's more of a. I'm more about watching the OU game this weekend. Uh, you know, another great 11, 11 a.m. kickoff. Yeah. Great way to start the day. But I guess it's like they say, you can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning. So. Uh, Who says that? <laughs> legend. Um, no, but uh, yeah, I, I will definitely keep you posted on anything else we got coming up. Um, but yeah, this is kind of a chill weekend. So. Nice. Yeah. Um, movies. Wrap so, it up. Yeah, uh, let's let's finish up with some movies and any, get these uh, people. Good TV series that me and my girl can watch. Man? Oh man! Uh, well, if you guys are into you, like the show you on Netflix, uh, that's that. That's kind of that guilty. Not, I like it, man. That's kind of that. I mean, I've, 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 I watch it. it. Yeah. It's that guilty pleasure type show. I mean, yeah. I'm watching that, and then I'm watching that. I know what you did last summer show on Prime. Was <laughs> that is absolute. Show. It's it's trash TV, and I can't get enough of it. <laughs> Every let me, episode. Let me tell you what I low-key fell into and somehow ended up liking it. They have a Chucky series. Oh, man. I have read a couple <laughs> of reviews on that. It said it's pretty entertaining. It's actually pretty, pretty good. Yeah. Pretty they said good, it man. starts off slow, but then it really kind of gets going. Yeah, it's, it's super funny because they kind of went back to the original the original Chucky, you know, the, the newer movie came yeah. out with the new look. Guys, looking super weird. You're gonna give me nightmares. Chucky haunted my childhood. <laughs> no, he did mine too. But oh, now same. I'm, but now I'm six five and I'll stump on him. So. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we can delve into that a little bit later. But um, no, uh, yeah, if you want to watch, uh, you would be a good one to watch. Uh, you can watch. I know what you did last summer. It's basically kind of a uh, nah, sure spawn of a. Uh, Euphoria, like it's a poor man's Euphoria. If it had like a baby with like one of those freeform kit uh, shows, 
I would probably stay away from it. I mean, it's pretty Let's trash. Let's be honest. The only reason we watched the movie was for Jennifer Love Hewitt. Preach. Well, the first one, right? Sarah Michelle Gellar was she's uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar's a baby Jennifer too. Love Hewitt. I mean, Jennifer Love Hewitt <laughs> is the she's the girl. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, no, the show. I mean, the show's not lacking in beautiful women. I'll say that. Um, the main star in it, uh, she's. I've, you guys have seen her in stuff like the new Jumanji movies. She's the. Uh, she's uh, a little popular blonde girl. Yeah. yeah, she's the main star in it. And she, I mean, mm. she's actually been the main one that kind of sticks out. But uh, it's you know it's good guilty pleasure trash TV, just kind of like you. Um, Dang. But uh, well, I mean, I mean, <laughs> was that oh, a yeah, at me? no, no. It, I guess it's crazy. Oh, yeah, no, no. <laughs> like I should say, oh, wow. Net- Netflix is you. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, oh, crazy. Shots fired. But uh, no, I mean, there's there's plenty of stuff to watch on. You can find. Yeah. I mean, there's so much sh- streaming nowadays. But uh, to go into movies real quick, movies and movie news. Uh, like I mentioned Monday, I watched the uh, the Heart of They Fall, the new uh, Idris Elba. Regina King Western, a uh, lot of fun, um, great cast. Uh, Idris Elba, Regina King is mentioned. Uh, Jonathan Majors, who just coming off the uh, Loki run, heading into the MCU, he's fantastic. Uh, Zazie Beats, who is gorgeous and fantastic. If you're fans of the show Atlanta or even Deadpool Two, you're gonna love her in this. Um, the uh, Delroy Lindo plays a legendary. Uh, Lawman Bass Reeves in this. Uh, it pays a lot of homage to some of the old westerns, the Sergio Leone ones, uh, with some uh, Tarantino flair, especially in the violence. Runs a tad long, a little over two hours. Uh, they could have cut a little bit up, but uh, it's just a fun time watching on Netflix. I'd highly recommend it. I gave it three and a half out of five moms. Uh, going to check out Army of Thieves and uh, Red Notice comes out this weekend too on Netflix, so go check that out. Did you watch the new uh, country movie on uh, Netflix? What country movie? There's a new with Idris Elba. Is that what you're talking that's about? That's what I'm talking about, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's <laughs> what I'm just reviewing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. The food that. phase is starting to really yeah, get yeah, over it. Yeah, I'm um, But, uh, and then, uh, I the, uh, <laughs> uh, some of movie news. Uh, they just announced there's going to be a new, uh, Thriller coming out, a new war thriller with Tom Hardy and Channing Tatum. Ooh, Untitled. Oh, that. It's gonna be. A, it's kind of. It's a mm. kind of. Uh, a, you know, more recent news uh, with uh, Afghanistan and Taliban taking over, and they're playing two or three uh, uh, SEAL team members that go in to get some allies and help uh, some Afghani fams in that uh, in that country. So that sounds really good. Uh, big news of the day is that uh, a Roadhouse remake is in the works. Oh my god! With uh, oh my Jake god. Gyllenhaal set to star, Jake Gyllenhaal is on <laughs> fire right now with these movies that he's got set to come I out. I don't, I don't. Just I, I, Jake Gyllenhaal is a beast. When it Jake Gyllenhaal is a name. I, if he's in a like, movie, I'm in immediately movie, interested. I'm it, yeah. That movie he's got coming out next year called Ambulance. With Michael Bay looks oh, yeah, absolute yeah. fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looks if, Jake Gyllenhaal's in one of my favorite movies, um, End of Time. Oh yeah, that's you ever good. seen that? Yeah, that's oh, good. Oh my god. Yeah, this this when we start like so when stuff starts slowing down with sports, we'll get in some top fives. Jake Gyllenhaal's definitely oh, someone we can get to a top, top five about. But uh, it's going to be directed by Doug Liman, guy who's done Mr. And Mrs. Smith, uh, mm-hmm. The Born Identity. He's uh, he uh, directed. Um, uh, Edge of Tomorrow, hmm. oh. which I'd rather really have him start working on Edge of Tomorrow too, but that's another story. 
Um, and then, of course, uh, John Wick 4 just wrapped up filming. We're going to be getting that next Let's year. Go. Yeah. Uh, they came out. Uh, there was, like, talks, a uh, leak of a uh, uh, the title for John Wick 4 coming out. I I did. I haven't gotten that yet. But uh, John Wick 4. Come out too? It comes out at Christmas. That comes out Christmas? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's coming out. HBO Max and Christmas. So. I kind of wish they would push it next year. HBO that way, we get Max too. Yeah. Oh no, I'm going to the movies to see that. Oh, I'm seeing that movie. I'm going with Philly. But I'm that. saying I wish they put it push it the next year. That way, we get two Keanu Reeves movies and two Tom Cruise movies next yeah. year. Uh, yeah. But hey, it is what it is. But uh, John Wick Four uh, done uh, filming. Going to do uh, post production and editing and uh, get that going. Ready to see that next year. Um, and you know that's pretty much the big yeah. movie news. Uh, well, look at that. You got plenty to watch. A lot of good sports, a lot of good movies, a lot of good TV shows. Still haven't talked Yellowstone. Yeah, I, was, I, was just, yeah, I mean, I could definitely run that by real quick. I mean, you know, just started last Sunday. Got a two-hour, two-episode uh, premiere. Absolutely awesome. It's everything I needed that I've been waiting for this whole time. Trying to get Antoine to watch it. I can't get him yeah, interested. We'll, we'll say spoiler-free. The first, I will say the first 10, 15 minutes of the first oh, episode. Fire. Absolute electric. Yeah. no, very, Absolute electric. It was definitely made the, the wait worth it. So. so it's worth it for me to sit down and watch the first season. Yeah, absolutely. Watch, like, yeah. It's that good. Yeah, yeah you're going to – you'll yeah. Yeah, it's definitely worth checking out. Okay, I'll check so, it out. Plenty of stuff to watch, guys. Um let us know what you're watching. Yeah, we're, we're about to uh, get the social media fired up. We want to hear from you guys, know what uh, what's good, what we need to be watching, what we need to keep an eye out on, um, and just, yeah, go from there. So um, anything else you guys got? Yeah, before we end the, uh, end the pod, I play Antoine this weekend in fantasy. Uh-oh. Uh, next Thursday, loser does a uh, shotgun before the episode. I'm down 100%. Okay. All right. <laughs> Actually, hold on, hold on. I'm not doing oh. shots, Damn. but I'm doing a shotgun. Shot, 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 right. shot, okay, let's, shot. Let's, let's do this. Depending on how many points we lose by, right? Mm-hmm. Loser has to, so like if you beat me by 30 points, that's three beers. Oh, God. So beer, 10, uh, 10 so points. Do, so do we have to like you don't have one to beer, shot, one you don't beer have to every 10 points. Back to back, but, but before we before we leave. One beer every 10 here. points. Oh, the, the yes, beer's one beer every 10 points. Okay. Okay, cool. All right. yeah. And if that. it's something weird like 25 points, we'll just call it two beers. Right. Okay, I'm winning right. on that. that okay. I'm good with that. All right, boys. Well, that wraps it up for us. Um, you know, like I said, we are getting social media together. Uh, we're going to get this out there. want to hear from you guys. So uh, hopefully by the next episode, we'll, we'll have that ready to go, fire it up. But you can find us on Spotify. Uh, that's where we're at right now. We'll, we will get to Apple. Uh, still working out some of the uh, contract issues with there. Got to get, get paid. Uh, yeah, some homeless back back to advance, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So try to work on that, but so. we'll get it out there. So um Want to hear from you guys? Let's make it happen. So that's all we got. Have a great weekend, guys. And uh, we'll hear from you on Monday. All right. Later. Peace. Tell your moms good night.